What's up, loves? This is Love or Obsession. I'm your host, Queen. Hey guys, welcome and welcome back. Today on Love or Obsession, we will discuss Reverend Willie Maxwell. In death, we discover many truths. Let's get into it. July 18, 1977, in the chapel of the House of Hutchinson Funeral Home in Alexander City, Alabama, Reverend Willie Maxwell attended his stepdaughter's funeral. 16-year-old Shirley Ellington, known as Shell, she had been found beneath a car about a mile from her home the previous week. It initially appeared the vehicle had fallen on her as she changed the tire, but authorities suspected the scene was staged and that she was deceased already when she was placed underneath that vehicle. The autopsy report was still pending. Can we pause for a minute and shout out to Shelly, the sixth Shelly. I just gave her a whole nother nickname. Shell was her nickname. <laughs> shout out to Shell, the 16-year-old young woman that was presumed to have been changing a tire. Y'all know how many grown-ass men that don't know how to change a tire? Do I know how to change a tire, you ask? No. <laughs> but it's not beneath me to learn or to try. It seems simple enough, you know, jack the car up, um, take the bolts off, take the tire off, put the tire on, twist the bolts back on real tight, and let the jack the car down. Okay, but shout out to her and rest in peace also. Conflicting stories. Um, one was that Shell was the adopted daughter of Reverend Maxwell's third wife, Ophelia. Um, and stories would say that Reverend. Okay, so that that's not a, the conflicting part, okay? Because um, Shell was the adopted daughter of Reverend Maxwell's third wife, Ophelia. Um, and Ophelia adopted Shell from. You know, I guess something was going on within the family because Shell was Ophelia's family prior to her being her stepdaughter, her adopted daughter, okay? Um, but a story conflicting the conflicting part of the story is that Reverend Maxwell was delivering the eulogy of the funeral for his stepdaughter, but in all actuality, the Reverend E. B. Burpo Jr. of Great Bethel Baptist Church delivered the eulogy. Reverend Willie Maxwell was comforting his wife when he was shot three times in the head by Shell's uncle, Robert Burns. Before the shots rang out, Shell's older sister stood up and said, quote, you killed my sister, now you're going to pay for it. And she was talking, quote, and she was talking to Reverend Willie Maxwell. And as if on cue, Robert Burns stood up and he got active. Um, like daddies when, um, <laughs> when Natalie be like, get active, get active, cause I'm about to get active too. Cause I'm about to get active too. Okay. You know something, this is a, a, um, a true crime story. So I shouldn't be talking about baddies, but baddies 
east, south, west, north, whichever one is a true crime within itself. If you know, you know. But um, Reverend Maxwell was shot with a blue twenty-five caliber Beretta pistol that Robert Burns carried in his pocket with him at all times. About the shooting, Robert Burns stated that he lost it. Like he just lost it and started shooting because it was already rumors spreading around and fingers being pointed to Reverend Willie Maxwell as being the culprit. Um, but Robert Burns also stated that he had just not long ago come home from the Vietnam War. He was suffering from PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And back at the time, it was undiagnosed and he didn't know what it was that he was feeling or going through. He stated that getting dressed for his niece's funeral, he was so angry and that he should never went in the first place. Rumors around town was that Reverend Maxwell was responsible for Shell's death, along with four other family members, and that he was a voodoo man, y'all. Um, which it should have been some serious allegations because I believe in voodoo and you got to watch out for somebody trying to put a hex on you for real. Um, Reverend Willie Maxwell, born in Coosa County, Alabama in 1925, served the army in World War II. He returned back to Coosa County in 1947 and in 1949, he married Mary Lou Edwards in 1962, he was ordained a Baptist minister and began preaching. Um, some would say that he was self-ordained a Baptist minister, but we're not going to talk about that because some people will say that I am a self-ordained self-help counseling coach, which I am, but my experience come from other places. We, we ain't talking about me, okay? Right now, we're talking about Reverend Willie Maxwell, and we can talk about me later if y'all want to hit the email at loveobsessionpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so in 1962, he was ordained a Baptist minister and began preaching. August 1970, Mary Lou's car was found 12 feet off the road on a highway 22, not far from where the couple lived. The engine was running, the headlights were on, and inside the car was Mary Lou's badly beaten body. She was strangled. Maxwell was charged with the murder when the next door neighbor, Dorcas, the next door neighbor, Dorcas Anderson, she recanted statements about what she witnessed. Okay, so at first she went from pointing a finger at Reverend Maxwell saying that it was very suspect of him. He was a suspicious character um, and she believed he was the guy. What she exactly said when she was accusing him of murdering his wife, I'm not sure. But she went from pointing the finger to Rev from pointing a finger at Reverend Maxwell to providing an alibi for him, okay? And after cashing in on a life insurance policy he had on Miss Mary Lou, he married his second wife, November 1971. And can y'all guess who that second wife was? Ding, 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 ding. You got it. It was the neighbor, Dorcas Anderson. February 1972, Reverend Maxwell's brother, John Columbus Maxwell, was found lying at the interse intersection of Highway 22 and Highway 9, not far from Reverend Willie Maxwell's home. His cause of death was listed as a heart attack brought on by excessive, al excessive alcohol use. Um, John Columbus was unmarried and had no children, but he did have several life insurance policies in which the beneficiary was Reverend Willie Maxwell. Um, September 1972, 
Dorcas Anderson Maxwell, second second wife to Willie Maxwell. Her car was found, discovered. The engine was running, the headlights were on, and she was on the side of Highway 9. Dorcas was deceased and her body was wedged on the floor of the front seat of the vehicle. Very unnatural, but no evidence of foul play was found. And yes, this was the Dorcas that provided an alibi for the death of Mary Lou. It was two life insurance policies for Dorcas before she married Maxwell. And during the course of the 10 months of their marriage, he added 15 more policies, totaling around $131,000 at the time, in which he secured 80000 of those dollars. Now, to be clear, these were mail-order life insurance policies. They were easy to procure. Um, and by November 1974, Reverend Willie Maxwell married his third wife, Ophelia Burns. Between Ophelia and Reverend Maxwell, there were many children, but only two resided in the home with them, an infant that Maxwell had with Dorcas, his previous wife, and Shell Ellerton, um, Shirley Ellerton Shell, um, Ophelia's adopted daughter. Things were quiet until the night of February 14, 1976, when the reverend's nephew, James Hicks, was found dead inside of his vehicle besides Highway 9. Um, but there were no signs of injury. The medical examiner found no indications of foul play. But of course, Reverend Maxwell had insurance. And the second Saturday of June, he had insurance and he cashed in on them life insurance policies. And not to don't think that he was getting this money so easily because during all these life insurance policies, it was like court battles. Like he had to get juries um, to like vouch on his behalf. It was getting so bad that they was running out of jurors to to be seated in these cases when he was going to court trying to get these life insurance policies cashed out. And then if y'all paid attention closely, all these crimes were happening between Highway 9 and Highway 22, which were not far from his home. I'm not from the Alabama area. I've never been in the Alabama area. If you could picture it, um, if you know these highways that I'm talking about, um, chime in and let me know, you know, converse with me, correspond with me. Um, if you enjoy the stories. Okay, so the second Saturday in June 1977, the body of 16-year-old Shirley Ann Ellington was discovered on the side of Highway 9, about a mile from her home. Um, she was crushed underneath a vehicle that she had borrowed from the Reverend. Um, folks were immediately skeptical, like what 16-year-old girl with no experience would try to change a tire less than a mile from home instead of trying to go get help? That was the question, because I sure was giving her kudos, if you guys remember, like kudos to her for even knowing how to change a tire. But apparently she didn't know how to change a tire. And the whole stage incident was her with her was crazy. It was a crazy setting. Um, so 300 people attended Shirley's funeral and the House of Hutchinson Funeral Home. The voodoo aspect comes from the from when. Um, I guess people was cleaning out the Reverend Willie Maxwell's belongings. 
They found blood in jars, and each jar was labeled with different words such as love, hate, friendship, and death. He had chickens tied to the pecan trees that surrounded his home to keep the evil spirits away, and he would use the chicken blood and paint his doorsteps to keep people away. In his town, when people saw him coming, they got out of Dodge, like they hated to see this man coming. Robert Burns was acquitted for the murder of Reverend Willie Maxwell by means of insanity. He got sent to a state hospital for a few weeks. He was examined and he was let go because he was found not insane. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, pictures can be found on the Instagram at Love or Obsession Podcast. Please send all messages and suggestions to Love or Obsession Podcast at gmail.com. Look forward to new episodes every Tuesday. It's Queen. I love you guys. Peace out.